opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the Internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Well, good day, good day to all of our valued listeners. This is Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO, joined here by my co-host, uh, Mr. Jim Hedger from Webmaster Radio. Uh, Jim, I want to bring us in here because uh, basically I have a big question for you. We missed last week's show because you were just jam-packed busy with uh, Affiliate Convention. Uh, a huge success, everything I've read about it. Uh, what can you tell What did I miss by not being there? Oh, what an open what an open question. Wow. What did you miss by not being there? Well, let's start from the beginning and move forward slowly. You miss you miss watching Darren, Brandy, uh, Hazel, Mark and I um just freaking out um on the Wednesday, uh getting the last minute details in place. Uh affiliate convention was a free convention for affiliate marketers held in Denver, Colorado at the Colorado the really cool Colorado Convention Center. Um, we expected maybe five or six hundred people to actually show up. Registration was free for affiliates, after all, and we had over a thousand people go through the doors. At one point, I was hearing the number of total registrations was twelve hundred from uh, from our registrations booth. So, I guess Wednesday, the day of the golf tournament, the first social day of the the conference. Um, all the organizers were upstairs in the hotel, literally freaking out, all of us on our cell phones or on our laptops, you know, just trying to get those last-minute things in place. And there was a party that was sponsored by um, Affiliate.com and Shoe Money and Get Ads and Wicked Fire at, um, well, at Scott Richter's Club in the north end of, uh, of Denver. Now, Dave, you and I, and I suspect most of our listening audience, are used to going to, uh, to search parties, right? Like, you know, the, the, the Google dance or the parties that, are, that get thrown in uh, at, at various search marketing shows. I mean, you're used to those parties, right? <laughs> sure. I don't know that I'll ever be used to them, <laughs> but I've certainly attended my fair share. Well, I'll tell you something straight up. The search marketing community and the affiliate marketing community, they, uh, they party different. We think that going to an, uh, here in the search marketing community, uh, we think that going to a party involves getting like free drinks and you know uh, maybe a little bit of finger food and uh, you know conversation and stuff, right? That's mm-hmm. a good party, right? In in a beautiful Indeed. setting, right? The affiliate marketing world, a good party uh, seems to include tons of booze, lots of tits and ass, and um, Loud, 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 blaring music. Um, and the one that we went to, the first night of a, the opening night of Affiliate Convention, which was kind of weird from an organizer's perspective. Actually, it was very weird from an organizer's perspective, but apparently worked quite well for the, uh, for the affiliates themselves, was held in a strip club. And so we walked into, well, 
you know, the, the rules for strip clubs in America are a little bit different than they are up here in Canada, where pretty much anything goes. Right. But when, when I walked in, I was literally shocked. I, I saw about a gajillion acts that, that would be, like, seriously illegal up here. And I'm positive. It must have been down there. But anyway, that's what goes for a big party in the affiliate world, and it was huge. And so we pull up in, our, we pull up in, a, in, a, in a taxi cab or in a car or something, and I'm all nervous because we have no idea how many – we know how many people have registered, but we have no idea how many people are really going to show up. And don't forget, this is the day before the conference, the actual conference begins. So we hadn't seen, like, you know, people on the floor or anything. We had no idea. The moment we pulled up, the crowd in front of this place was just thick. And I walked up to the bouncer and I asked, like, so, dude, tell me, like, are, are all these people here? Are they here for the convention? And he's like, well, this is a private party, sir. And I think he thought he was turning me away. But I was elated because, like, I, obviously the hundreds of people who were at this party were there for the convention and we were going to make our numbers, and we certainly did. So, like, that was the first night. You missed what was basically a Roman orgy. Um, a lot of bizarre scenes. But being a conference chair, of course, I had to go in and say hi to everybody and have my requisite drink and leave. But everybody seemed to be having a lot of fun. Hey, uh, do you know how to hit a microphone at, the, uh, at that party, by the way, Jim? Did we have a microphone there? I uh, had a hit a microphone, and I got Darren do uh, Darren's response to the party and the uh, elation. All right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I got to put it in. Jeez, we got to do that hidden microphone thing more often. That's kind of fun. <laughs> Hell, you didn't tell me we could do that, Rasco. Absolutely. I just uh, you 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 just set me up for it. Okay. Well, I I know of a really good. Uh, well, actually, you know what? We're not burning the San Jose SEO poker game. Not a chance. Um, okay. So like that was uh, that was like Wednesday night. Thursday morning, the uh, conference opens, and again, from an organizer, organizer's perspective, I, I've never organized uh, a major a major show like this. And Webmaster Radio has never organized anything this large. We're known for throwing big parties. <laughs> throwing a massive conference is like something of a totally different magnitude. And so, um, well, I don't, in short, it all came together. Our, keynote, our first keynote speech with Chris Jones opened with him getting the entire room, which was standing room only, to do this big Tony Robbins clap. And, uh, well, hey, the entire room did it. You'd never see something like that happen in Canada. Most people would still be sitting down going, well, I don't want to stand up. I mean, we can't even get people to do the wave here at, like, our baseball games, right? Um, <laughs> so you'd never see that happen at a conference in Canada. But, uh, you know, down there in Denver, they, they all got up and they did this big... Tony Robbins clapped thing, and everybody was all happy and unified. And that tone just sort of like, well, that moment sort of set the tone for the entire conference. There were, people were happy. They were unified. They were having a very good show. The, um, we had a smaller trade show floor than, than I think we might be used to seeing, although it was larger than some trade show floors I've seen in the last year. Um, this was our first conference. And, you know, I guess people were kind of afraid to take the bet on a new conference especially when it came to, you know, scant advertising dollars. Yeah. I got a good feeling our next one, which is in the first week of December in Los Angeles, so Affiliate Convention 2 is coming up. I got a feeling that we're not going to have a problem getting, uh, getting sponsors or booths or people on the trade show floor. Because, um, well, as, I mean, as, as you said, my, I appreciate the unsolicited testimonial. Um, pretty much all the reviews out there have been very positive. And 
The only negative stuff I've read was um, by somebody who looked like he was looking for an excuse, like looking for something that might have been wrong. And, uh, you know, for a first-time conference, yeah, we pulled some donors. We pulled some good ones, like some, some serious mistakes. You've got you to gotta be careful using, like, Canadian idiosms over the radio. We pulled some donors, uh, but that was probably <laughs> at the first night's party. Um, <laughs> the, uh, one of the biggest mistakes we made, and seriously, if you're going to make a mistake at a conference, this, and this is, like, one of the worst ones you could make, this is not a bad one to make, um, Tim Ash host of any page optimization of Webmaster Radio and is an incredible public speaker. Um, you know, undisputed, one of the undisputed masters of, land, of optimizing perfect landing pages. Um, he, gave a, he gave a solo session. And we, we had three rooms. Two of them uh, were, you know, uh, set up to sit maybe 100 each. The other one was set up to sit like 500. Well, we had 10 in one of the rooms that was set up for only 100 people. <laughs> Big mistake. Huge mistake. Um, Tim should have been in the main keynote room. That was totally my fault. I like just didn't anticipate that. So for Tim's, and you can see pictures like up on Flickr or if uh, you're friends with uh, with Tim Ash on Facebook in his Facebook profile, um, or my Facebook profile too, if you, if you friended me on Facebook. Um, you can uh, see pictures where there's like the room. People are like pouring out of the room. There's people standing on chairs outside of the room looking over the tops of heads. It was more than stand it was like more than standing room only. As a matter of fact, people were sitting in the aisles. People were sitting in the aisles between chair, desk, chair, desk, chair. They were sitting in there to, you know, to try have a spot to be in the session. So the session lets out, he forces his way out of this room all all elbows and attitude and all Tim Ash and stuff. And the scrum, six people deep, forms around him. It was it was like seriously like watching a rock star cross the floor. Um, big mistake. The other big mistake was we kind of screwed up on dates. We uh, a, a planned social event that was supposed to happen on Saturday didn't actually happen, and we feel really bad about that. It was a pub crawl, so you know um, I had to fly out at three fifteen in the afternoon Saturday, so I didn't get to, I wouldn't have gone on the pub crawl anyway. But if I wasn't flying out, it would have made one happen. And to the SEO contingent that was there, who was there for the pub crawl, sorry guys, it was you know fun having coffee with you in the morning and stuff. I'd like to <laughs> crawl and stuff. But <laughs> hey, um, Jim, uh, did you yeah, want to? Just was going to let you know. Um, I just pulled up the uh, Chris Jones acting like Tony Robbins to the crowd. Really? Okay. You know what? This is how Dave. This is how affiliate convention went. Oh! That was that was uh, Chris opening. It was, it was actually um, Shoe Money, um, host of the Shoe Money Show, Jeremy Shoemaker. Uh, he introduced uh, he introduced Chris, gave a really good introduction, and again that set the tone for two good days of conference. Um, one thing that happened that I, I thought was kind of funny is one of the vendors one of the vendors actually complained to me that. Um, too many of the attendees were spending too much time actually in the conference itself, in the sessions, and not so much time on the on the uh, vendor on the showroom floor. Now that's something obviously we take really seriously, and we're going to rectify that next time, uh, set things up a little bit differently next time. But 
I was the guy who organized all the speakers. So when he was complaining to me about that, I'm, I'm thinking in the back of my head, well, you know, I, I, I really honor your complaint and I, I, I want to hear it and stuff. But seriously, to me, this is a compliment. It was great. I, I wish you could have been there, Dave, for, the, for an inaugural show. It was phenomenal. I can't wait now, to see what we're able to do. Something I am super curious about, so I, I, I've got to ask, what did Tim, if you had a chance to attend, what did he cover? What was this thing that people were cramming themselves into? Listen, I've heard him speak before, obviously, very eloquent and knows his stuff. I've referred clients to, uh, uh, to his company for, for, because he's such an expert, and I've read his books. Um, what did he cover there? He covered landing pages for affiliate marketing. And now, this is a really varied topic. Okay, so there's different types of affiliate pages for different types of offerings, different types of, uh, or different, sorry, landing pages for different types of offerings and different types of programs. And uh, Tim went through uh, his tips on creating strong pages and did a sort of a mini site, a mini site clinic while he did it. Um, Again, Tim is all about making the, the best converting landing page possible. Um, and uh, 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 he's all about, like, you know, he's, he's really the, 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 the modern uh, Jacob Nelson when it comes to landing pages. He'll tell you what usability and what uh, accessibility is all about to making those conversions. And there's just something about Tim. I mean, you've met Tim. You've, you've, I know you've spoken with him socially, and you probably had supper with him and stuff. He's just this magnetizing kind of guy. He has this, this charisma that just sort of pours out of him when he talks, when he smiles. He's got those, like, piercing eyes. Um, dude knows how to draw a crowd, and once he has that crowd, he knows exactly how to, how to use their energy. Um, yeah, you know, I agree. We probably should. Uh, before we do, though, Dave, uh, yeah. it's really cool. We, we, we get to talk back and forth on instant message while doing the radio show. So, um, so, so, so we're communicating telepathically. Sorry. <laughs> um, before, we go, before you take us to, to break, Dave, I want to acknowledge a few birthdays before I forget. Today is Mr. Lee Auden's birthday. Like, oh, and, uh, you know what? I, I can't even think of enough things to say about Lee. He, the man is everywhere. He's at every conference. He's provided. Um, he has a, an amazing public relations firm, an amazing uh, search marketing firm in Minnesota, and he uh, publishes the big list of all the SEO blogs. And he's just one of the most accomplished people in our field. Happy birthday, Lee! It's also Gary Price's birthday. Remember Gary? Yeah. Um. Formerly the the event the evangelist of all cool things for Ask dot com, mm -hmm. uh, still the head librarian at ResourceShelf.com, dot com, and uh, you know a major player in the American Libraries Association and a major player in the search market and just a good fellow all around. Gary Price, happy birthday, and PJ Fusco. It's uh, PJ's birthday today um, over at Net Concepts in also in Minnesota. Um, PJ, happy birthday, sister. Okay, there you go. I'm, uh, I'm done my bit. <laughs> All right. Well, I know we'll try and keep on. We'll try and pay some bills. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take us out to break here. But I've got about a million more questions for you on affiliate convention wrap up, some summaries and stuff like that. So, uh, well, we're just gonna take a, a really really quick break here. Got to pay some bills. Uh, Brasco, if you can take us out. This is Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO with Jim Hedger from Webmaster Radio. We'll be back in just a couple minutes. 
Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. So you're telling me your affiliate program on the local Pages Affiliate Network is performing as well as your handicap? Absolutely. Thanks to their top-tier XML feed, I'm able to monetize all of my traffic. They handle all of my volume to anywhere in the world. Plus, I also get high cost per click and the most exclusive of advertisers to work with. You should join the club. Sounds good. I can't wait to join. But first, let's work on that T-Shot. Use the power of local pages with over 5 billion searches per month and the largest database of paid search listings. Let Local Pages Affiliate Network personalize your account and give you the search tools and solutions you need. Become a Local Pages Affiliate today with localpages.com. Test of the PR Web content and news delivery system from PR Web and PRWebAuthor.com. If this was a real release date, your story would reach more than 30,000 journalists, 250,000 RSS subscribers, and just over 30,000 unique websites. PR Web can reach your target audience online, drive traffic to your website, achieve high rankings on search engines, and get your content on top news sites like Yahoo News. Editors are available 24 7 to help you optimize your content for maximum exposure to over 70 million people in the U.S. alone. If this were a real PR Web release date, your website would have so much traffic, you'd be tempted to duck and cover. If you have an online marketing emergency, go to PRWebOffer.com for 25% off. PR Web, the premier online release news and content distribution service. Affiliate marketing is changing rapidly. Stay ahead of the trends with Affiliate Marketing Insider. Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. <laughs> Welcome back, folks. This is Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO here with Jim Hedger from uh, Webmaster Radio. Uh, Jim, I've, of course, got like a billion questions. Anytime I miss a convention, uh, and I'm sure our listeners are the same, you, you just got to know, what did I miss? Um, I, I mean, I've got the agenda in front of me here now just to remind myself of the, the enormous string of talent that was there uh, that I would have loved to appear speaking um, but before we get on to, on to those sort of specifics, what did I miss? Because I know you, know you probably had to miss a bunch yourself running around and actually tr- keeping this thing on track. Um, what are some of the main differences that you would have noticed at, say, affiliate convention versus I don't know, an SMX or, or SES, like a, a pure search marketing sort of show? Um, what was added or what was removed to deal with affiliates to really just keep it focused? Well, number one, um, there's a much... How to say this properly? 
there is a, I find a much stronger level of technical knowledge in the web, in the search engine optimization field than there is in the um, affiliate marketing field. I, I think it's explainable for a couple of reasons. I mean, hardcore SEOs ha are up to their elbows in code half the time. Um, they're up to, the, they have to know pretty much every facet of web marketing just to cover the job of SEO. Mm -hmm. um, affiliate marketers, not so much. Affiliate marketers have to know how to market their specific product, their specific product lines, and the focus isn't as much on um, rankings or on search engines as it is on driving traffic, um, which actually should be the focus of SEO. It's all about measured traffic in my mind, but it's sort of, a, again, sort of a different focus. Uh, a lot less talk about elements like, say, Google. Um, affiliate marketers run their lives more like a business than SEOs do. Many affiliate marketers are independently employed or they're working for a major network, but they're they are certainly independent contractors. Well, most SEOs um, are, are either working for an SEO or SEM firm or working in-house for a large corporation. So the attitude is a little bit different. For the affiliates, this isn't just, you know, this isn't just a job. It isn't just a career. It's their small business. Um, so it's a, you know, there's a little bit more, um, what's the, I'm not going to say serious. Search marketing shows are very serious, and the people who go there are very serious. But it's a, it's a slightly different outlook on, on um, what the attendees are there for. Um, every attendee at affiliate at the affiliate convention seemed to go to the sessions, and I think that was because learning is uh, not. Gonna, I'm not going to say higher priority, but the style of learning is more learning in group than it is as an SEO, where you're just transfixed on your monitor all the time and on your RSS feeds. And you know, a good SEO spends easily a third of his or her time just absorbing information, right? Mm -hmm. um, so I found that a little bit different. Um, that, that, that was, I think, probably the major difference. And, you know, like most uh, independent business owners, when these guys party, they, well, all respect to some of the heavyweights in the, the, uh, in the uh, certain community, especially the, the heavyweights of the bar, which I, I do consider myself one, um, these guys can drink us under the table. They can out-party us any day of the week. And that might have something to do with age. The, uh, the age demographic tends to skew younger into the affiliate world than it does in the search marketing world, at least in the, in, I think in the, 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 the part of the search marketing world that, that you and I work in, Dave, or you and I hang out in. Um, our, at least our primary, our, our peer group in the search marketing area tends to be in its mid to late 30s, you know, mid to early to mid 40s, that sort of range, right? Right. You're looking and at these people are in their 20s, 30s. Now, what, do you, what would you say? Now, you know, uh, that was going to take me down a tangent on, gee, why is that? Is it because entrepreneurs tend to be, you know, whatever. Um, what was the, uh, I'm going to go off on a, on a different tangent, something that I'm really interested in knowing about. Um, what is the feel there? Like I know, or at least my instinct is to say, I think a lot of people are getting into affiliate marketing, people who um, in the current economic client may be looking to enhance uh, a shrinking income or replace uh, you know, an income that's been lost um, in the current economic climb. What, what, uh, what is the demographic? What are these affiliates that are attending here? Are they people that are just trying to enhance their income, or are these people who, 
you know, they are in their 20s. They are trying to just, this is the career that they're trying to build, or is this a switch to it, um, you know, just because the, the economy isn't what it was, say, a couple years ago? You know, one of the things that, uh, that, that, that Chris Jones from Pepper Jam made uh, perfectly clear in his initial uh, keynote was if you're a serious affiliate marketer, this is your career. And as I said earlier, but for most of them, this is their small business. So um, I would suggest that most of them are running independent businesses or, again, um, acting as a, a, a representative of a larger program. But they're working from home. Um, they tend not to be working in large offices unless they come from a network, of course. So learning, again, uh, learning and absorbing information in a uh, session environment seemed much more important to them than it does for, for, for say, the peers that we're used to in the, uh, in the, in the uh, search marketing community, the strict search marketing community. Now, thanks for what I was going to say. It was so very smart, too. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, this you know, was the inaugural... Sorry? I was going to say, do you need a little more Chris Jones to help pump you up? No, I'm okay, actually. I'm, I am just about to go a good direction with this. This was the inaugural convention, Sorry. okay? And we went out of our way, out of our way to target people who were, you know, working affiliates. And many of them are new to the industry. So, Dave, I think you're onto something. Um, they are, you know, people who are, who, um, are either unemployed, underemployed, or looking to supplement their incomes, many of them, um, many who attended the, the affiliate convention. But everyone who came, who, who got in for free, was actually sponsored by a major network. So um, they had to express more than a rudimentary or, an int or a beginner's interest in affiliate marketing. They actually had to be working in it, you know? Um, I think, given the economic climate, anyone who's not... Well, but you remember when, when uh, one of Ross's rules in the early days of Step Forth, one of Ross Dunn's rules, was that you know all people who were really working as an SEO had to have an affiliate program going so that they could practice yeah. their jobs at home? Indeed, and it's a good rule. It's, it's a good rule. It's a smart rule. And you know what? Um, as a business owner, it was a smart rule too because they really couldn't complain about like you know uh, disposable income perhaps because we were supposed <laughs> to be generating some too. If you complain about disposable income, then obviously your affiliate programs aren't working so well. <laughs> Very clever, Ross. Very clever there, sir. <laughs> I'm going to hear about this later, all right? Um, <laughs> that's so not true. Ross isn't like that. I'm just being a dick. Um, <laughs> yes, he is. Um, <laughs> and uh, it, it just makes sense. If, you, if, 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 if you're a good SEO, and I, I, I think it's all of our listeners, get programs running. You know, keep, keep working them. Work them really hard, and after a few months, you've got, like, this passive income thing going. Yep. It only makes sense. It's very true. Now, a question I'm, I'm looking, again, I, I mentioned, I'm looking at the agenda here right now, um, and it's something that I was reminded of. You and I have this, this horrible habit. We attend countless conventions together, um, and with the exception of the one time where you and I were going toe-to-toe -to -toe on net neutrality, while we both speak at conventions or report on them, rarely are we actually at the same, you know, are, are, are we at each other speaking. Once again, here you are speaking on content, uh, and I'm not at the convention to hear it. What, what did you cover? What, is, uh, what did you cover on, on, on the content track while you were there? 
Well, it was an interesting track. Um, now, I was I was the one who came up with the with all the speakers and the schedule. And so what I was trying to do was trying to tell a story, and the content one was actually my strongest panel of all. It was brilliant the way I got in this setup. Okay, originally um, I had uh, Jamie Birch from uh, JEB Commerce, which is a daily blog and news source for people in the affiliate marketing world. Mm-hmm. I had Steve Schaefer, um, founder and CEO of Narrative, publishes a website called authors.com. So these guys are publishing new and fresh content every day, and they have to come up with this content every day. And I had Matt Mikowitz, the, uh, the, the CEO of SitePoint, a, uh, a major news source in the, in the B2B marketing industry. So I had three different players who were just, you know, these, these people eat content in their sleep. Okay, they, eat con- they, they, they devour content for breakfast. Unfortunately, at the last minute, Jamie had a family emergency and uh, Matt Mikowitz had a business opportunity come up. Both of them had to drop off the panel. So what went from being the strongest panel turned into my panic panel. So I threw myself on there at the last minute and threw Frank Watson on, uh, Aussie Webmaster. So uh, Steve from Veritiv, uh the publisher of Office.com, he was still on the panel. He talked about uh, the internal system Office.com has that creates content as it goes along and finds new product offerings. Uh, pretty cool little, little, uh, little presentation. Um, Frank gets up there and starts talking about use of social media and the multipliers of social media, then I got up and really just started talking about being a blogger and um, well as radio's use of content, widgets that we use and that I've used in the past to you know, flush out content. And then I just dipped into my SEO hat and started talking about how Google sees content, how it treats new content, and what it's looking for. Excellent. Sounds like, once again, I missed uh, probably a pretty good session. Now, one that I had sort of an, an interesting question about, um, you've covered or, or had a session that probably, well, in this area, probably won't get a, a lot of flack, and that's good because this is a, a valued session. You did a black hat versus white hat session. So right off the bat, yes, by the did. way, kudos. It's a subject that should be covered, and I know some, uh, some conventions have, have taken some flack for having a similar one. Um, what, <laughs> I got to ask, how did that go? It went great. It was, um, it, uh, I didn't actually get to see much of the session because I was moderating a, uh, I was moderating another session. I know it's not on the, uh, on the, on the calendar, but these last minute changes have to be made as people's travel, travel plans become apparent to them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, Darren Bavin, SE guru, um, took one side of the stage. Mark Lesnick, our uh, conference organizing partner, took the other side of the stage. And in between them was Scott Polk, um, Dave Snyder, and Frank Watson. And it was a free-ranging conversation over um, different techniques that, that are used or may be used. And we went with exactly how we titled it, Black Hat versus White Hat, Protecting Affiliates. So a lot of people will tell you how you can take shortcuts out there. Well, you know, this panel did talk about a lot of those shortcuts, but was very careful to, um, you know, to cover itself and to talk about the 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 the, the penalties can be assigned if you if you do take these these shortcuts. That file is actually up on Webmaster Radio in our conference channel section, and um, 
you know, if people want, really want to go, and many of the files actually from the affiliate convention are up there, so if people want to go listen, um, I urge them, go, go listen in on some of the show. Now, there's a lot of sessions here, so I'm just going to jump because there's just so much I want to cover, and I know we, as, as always, you know, we're running out of time to, to cover all the things that I'd like to. Obviously, as with any uh, of these conferences, there's this division of, of different tracks and, and different you know, areas that are covered. There's SEM, SEO. Uh, you know, as I, I noticed that uh, Cindy was doing some mobile, which is great, should be in there. Um, there's social media in here. Um, what area seemed to get the most attention? And, and let's divide this up between SEO and SEM here. The affiliates, where were they most focused on, or was there even a focus, or were they kind of going, SEM, good for short-term, we need to focus on SEO as well for, for more long-term gains, or, or was there more interest in one than the other? When it came to search marketing, these people were focused wherever Tim Ash was. Um, it was amazing. You had to say it. It was just mind-blowing. I think there was an equal split. We tended to, in, in planning the session, we tended towards paid search because the skills necessary to run a paid search program are, well, different than being a webmaster. Most affiliate marketers are actually pretty good webmasters, given this is what they do all day, and being a uh, very good SEO is really all about being a good webmaster slash marketer. Um, well, many of the affiliate affiliate. Marketers, they're, they're already there. They're quite talented webmasters. So we wanted to, to skew towards the skills that would, you know, more business-like skills, how to run a large-scale PPC program, what to look for, how to work with the agents, how to work with your affiliate manager, etc. Now, I had the same, the same sort of feeling at um, one of Jack Lord's conferences, the Internet Retailer Conference in Miami back in, uh, in February, the SEO and SEM community are both missing a very, very big opportunity in the affiliate world, just like I, I think that we're missing big opportunities in the, um, in the uh, uh, Internet retailer world. Um, they're quite interested in SEO, especially advanced SEO, the, the affiliates are. But, and they're very, very interested in maximizing use of PPC. I, I, it's hard for me to say which side they would skew to. I think... Um, it really depends on the marketer and on the program and really what works best for their bottom line and, the, and, and, and their product offerings. Um, I mean, don't forget, the affiliates are very serious business people. So it, it, it comes down to, for them, uh, what is making them money. And if it's you know, competing in a very crowded organic space, then and they're very good at it, then they'll lean that way. And if they, you know... Um, have found ways to, to, to maximize the PPC space, and that's making them money. They'll lean that way. Gotcha. Now, as always, you and I, we, we, can, we can chat forever. I've got one more question, and then, uh, yes, Brasco, we'll, we'll go out, we'll take a quick break, and then, then we'll come right back after it. But um, I know there's some, some new stuff we've got to cover and a couple other things, but if there was one, something I want to ask about affiliate convention, if there was one big take-home, and it may be something that we, we've covered here, but if there's one big take-home people can take from affiliate convention, or one reason that you just don't want to miss the next one, what would that be? You can't answer Tim Ash, by the way. <laughs> I'm not going to answer Tim Ash. Tim's sitting by, the, by his radio going, say Tim Ash, say Tim Ash, say Tim Ash. <laughs> well, now we've said it like five times. <laughs> um, the big takeaway is the uh, uh, knowledge in the community. Um, 
I, I'd say that one of the one of the, 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 the big takeaways from affiliate convention, and this is really it is tuning my own horn, and I apologize to, to people out there for that. I'm, I'm really not like this. Really, I'm not. Ask Brasco; he'll tell you. Um, but I'm really proud of the I'm really proud of the the um, session grid. I'm really proud of the speakers we had up there. Um, Shy Pritz from Unique Leads just stole every panel he was on. Um, Evan Weber, uh, just this this level-headed um, uh, uh, level-headed zone of intelligence. Um, the 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 super fabulous. Heather Paulson and the Paulson Management Group. I mean, just the quality of speakers that we had. I think that was the great takeaway um, for uh, for myself, and I, I dare say for the rest of the rest of the West Radio crew. The big takeaway was, oh my goodness, we can do this. We actually, you know, we actually pulled this production off and pulled it off well. That was that was my big takeaway. I think it was like a relief. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Well, I am going to placate uh, Brasco here right now. Uh, going to take us out to a quick break. Dave, before we do that, yeah, would you like me to go and play for you how Jim uh, toasted the crowd at AFCON? Oh, dude. Okay. <laughs> I would love to. Give me one second. I'm, I'm just putting in the system. I, I'm like working like feverishly to get us all in. So here we go. I got to, <laughs> I got to thank the crowd, and it was a great moment. Was, um, I was kind of drunk by this point, though. I almost heard a teardrop, but yeah, it was really good. Pretty you want to take us out with that, uh, there, Brad? Sure. Let's do that. Perfect. Thank you so much for coming here and supporting us. Thank you so much for supporting our speakers. Thank you for believing in the affiliate convention. This is going to turn into a long-term series. Yeah. And as Mark has said, and as our website has said, we want you to find a home with us. Thank you so much for making this an amazing and incredible first conference. We look forward to seeing you in Los Angeles in December. And, uh, folks, I propose a toast to all of the affiliates. Cheers. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology will be back after this short break. Your company's website sucks. You know it. Everybody knows it. So get a to-do list to fix it. On Target, a subscription service from Future Now and Brian Eisenberg monitors your website 24-7. Analyzing the actions of every potential customer. It gives you a to-do list. It tells you exactly what to fix and how to fix it. So that more of your visitors do what you need them to do. On Target pricing starts at $1,000 a month. See more at futurenowinc.com slash on target. Here's your bill. Thank you so much, guys. Hey, it's all right. I'll take care of the tab, Jason. Well, thanks, Dave. How are you doing so well these days? It seems everyone's in a pinch for cash. RevenueWire.com, that's how. RevenueWire? Yeah. RevenueWire.com is an all-in-one platform offering affiliates high-demand software from top-notch PC utility merchants. With 75% commissions, twice-monthly payouts, incredibly accurate analytics tools, RevenueWire is making me more money today than I did in the last few years put together. Even in this economy? Especially in this economy. RevenueWire has a ton of great products to meet the demand. I'm telling you, this network is recession-proof. RevenueWire, the recession-proof network platform. For more information, visit RevenueWire.com today. That's RevenueWire.com. Have a good weekend, Andy. See you, Andy. Hey, Jim, why are all the coders leaving so early? Doesn't your department have a deadline of, like, midnight or something? Me and my staff are here all night. I saved money on my staffing budget by outsourcing a lot of work to Offshoring.com. I told them I needed a coder, and they sent me profiles fast. My staff just filled in the little details, and now we're having margarita night. Offshoring.com. 
fast, inexpensive, excellent, and on time. Offshoring.com. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Mondays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. Or on demand anytime inside the search engine optimization channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Well, welcome back, folks. This is Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO here for the final segment with uh, co-host Jim Hedger from Webmaster Radio. Jim, thanks so much for uh, you and Brasco with the with the clips. Did a great job of sort of capsulating affiliate convention. Of course, um, that was last week. Little bits happened this week. Um, Jim, if you have any, uh, I, I don't know if you've been following news. I'm going to gin here with uh, just a weird, weird thing. I, I don't know. You and I have had some had some discussions about Twitter over 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 time. We certainly have on air, and I've got, you know, I, I use it occasionally. But man, there's a lot of crap that gets posted in there. Um, the 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 latest. I, I one thing I'm going to say about Twitter is that there are some very, very innovative human beings uh, coming up with some very, very innovative ways uh, to use Twitter. <laughs> um, yeah. and we now have a computer engineer, uh, Andy Stanford Clark, anyways, has now fitted his entire house with wireless sensors so all of his electrical plumbing water usage, if lights are left on, is sent to him via Twitter. And I just thought, you know what? That's, that's kind of awesome. We got people getting kicks from their babies, you know, being reported from the room via Twitter. Uh, now we've got this guy uh, supposedly doing this to try and reduce his his footprint and keep his energy levels low. Uh, is now using Twitter to, uh, to to keep track of what's going on in his house, and I guess probably keep track of you know what what are his his kids doing back there, and are they leaving lights on and stuff like that. So, anyway, it's just just a little oddity from the from the world of Twitter. <laughs> you know, I uh, when I when I when I first got to Toronto, I didn't have an apartment, so I had to stay at my parents' place for a few weeks, and. It was like being a teenager again. It was really crazy. I'd have my dad screaming at me, Turn that thermostat down! <laughs> Turn off all the lights! He'd leave a page-long note on how to lock the doors. And so I can just imagine what this guy's kids must be going through now. <laughs> like, you know, could you imagine, like, you know, hanging out with your friends and being treated by your dad, saying, Turn off your bedroom light! <laughs> well, at some point, I'm sure this guy will figure out a way to build a reversal. He'll just start shutting out the lights on you. <laughs> That would be a cool application. If there was, if there was a Twitter application I had where I could, like, you know, turn off somebody's mic or, like, um, you know, like, you know, it'd be a fun Twitter application. One that made like um, people's like cell phones ring at random in movie theaters or something. <laughs> that would be, you know, like, anybody who has, who has a, you know, a, a Twitter client open on their mobile, just make it ring every few minutes. That would be fun. Um, Twitter applications that mess with society. Yay. Um, of course, Webmaster Radio doesn't advocate any messing with society. It's uh, this is what the display at the beginning of our show is for. Really, like, don't 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 listen to any of this. It's just rambling. <laughs> um, you know what? I've been really amused by not amused by, but fascinated with is um, the protests in Iran. Um, it started while I wasn't paying attention because of the Philly convention, so I came into this massive, uh, well. Uh, basically a people's uprising via Twitter. And to see people using that technology to 
try to get the message out from what has effectively become a theocratically controlled country. Um, you know, there's a, there's a theocratic dictatorship now. There's not a free media there. Um, to see people use Twitter to try to inform the world of what's going on in the streets of, of Tehran and of um, other cities in in uh, in, in Iran is uh, is phenomenal. And to see the the way the world has grasped onto this. So many people turning their uh, their profile picture green in support. Um, I, I'm I, I'm amazed, and it gives me great hope. I you know what I've been following the same thing. I, you know, big thanks to Christine Schashinger, who I guess you and I both know from from conferences. But she pointed that out to me. Uh, it was last week, um, and yeah, I mean, I think uh, I'm. I, I gotta admit it. I'm starting to be won over by this this whole Twitter thing. <laughs> I, I was I was slow going. Of course, I just got myself a cell phone like a few months ago. So you know that's that's how how much of an early adopter I am on on these sorts of things. Um, you know, they have a really cool invention where you can like actually turn the channels on your TV from this little like handheld box. You don't even gotta get up anymore. Oh, that's just craziness! These newfangled devices. Uh, but yeah, I, I do think. I mean, that's that's another example of of a great use of technology. I just wish that I didn't have to sort through so many bad uses of all technology <laughs> to find these good ones. Um, but you know, there there we are. Um, something interesting coming out, and there's there's two interesting news stories um, that have just come out recently, or, or two major things that have have come out recently, and both. And I gotta say, I am getting sick and in, in, insert word here um, tired of having to report good news on Bing. I mean, I, I, I I've gotta say it; it's getting really annoying. And and as I blogged about, I'm really looking forward to bashing them when they make a big misstep, just because I'm so sick of this. But more good news. Uh, <laughs> their their click, sh- uh, click share in, in paid clicks has gone up 13% since their, since their initial launch. Um, so those statistics just came out on top of these market share increases week on week since their launch. Um, you know, uh, um, 25% of U.S. adults over 18, uh, according to Nicholas Carson at any rate, have now heard of Bing, according to uh, 7.9% back on June 8th. And then to top that off, not only is all their, all their share um, open, but I, I was just you know, ransacking Web Pro News, as, as I always do. Um, and Doug Caverly over there was reporting on uh, the acquisitions over there, <laughs> Microsoft grabbing employees from both Google and Yahoo now. I mean, they're setting themselves up to be a, a serious um, you know, force to be reckoned with at this point. Uh, grabbing major engineering directors from Google and, and these sorts of things. I mean, there's, well, there's they're definitely a, there's one to watch. I got, I, I got something for you. If you're, if you want a, a little bit of scandal about thing or possible scandal, um, there was an interesting report that went up at SEO at SC Roundtable, um, Barry Schwartz's uh, blog, writing under the name Rusty Brick. Um, this morning, he he asked, "Is Bing's traffic spike from fake?" Spam tests. Now, I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm going to read straight from the article. Since uh, April 2007, Microsoft's been sending weird referrals to many webmasters. Um, they're known internal cloaking tests designed by the search quality team at Microsoft to, uh, you know, uh, you know, just make sure that there's there's no no nefarious activities happening on their search engine. Um, they get caught in people's logs. People notice them. And this ups the count. So there was a, a, a 
thread over at, at Webmaster World that, Bear, that uh, Rusty Brick or, or Barry was monitoring. And uh, again, read straight from, uh, straight from Barry's page here. The moderator said he normally gets only a dozen visitors per day from Bing, but now, and he quotes, suddenly Bing traffic shot up sharply. Yesterday, Bing sent 2,015 visits. Today, 1,829, and the day is not over. The problem is the traffic is coming from porn searches, which are totally not relevant. The number of 404 is up sharply as well. One or two dozen per day would be normal, but yesterday there were over 2,600. So is, the question I think is very valid. Is Microsoft's massive spike, or apparent massive spike, really, is that coming from them from internal testing? That will be interesting to watch, and you're right. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, it's sad, uh, but I look at that, and I, I must have missed it somehow, and, and it kind of makes me smile <laughs> because it'd be nice to finally be able to go okay um you know big you know huge kudos as far as i'm concerned they've done a they've done a great job in their development of this engine um but yeah i mean as i've noted many times i'm kind of getting tired of all the all the positive um stuff about them only because there's there's so much of it uh, going well, on right now and you know I, being a, a news person and a, and a blogger i like to you know a little scandal's good for the old blog um, we've been we've been promising our listeners a couple of representatives from Bing for a few weeks now, and I understand that we actually have the interview lined up for uh, for next Monday. Is it? We do indeed. Uh, we're just confirming the time right now, but yes, for uh, we'll be doing the interview in advance, um, and next Thursday we're going to have uh, some fine folks, a couple of them. Uh, sorry, I don't have their names in front of me right now. Uh, from over at Bing, they've been carefully selected. Uh, to be able to answer a wide array of questions, uh, from just these sorts of general questions to I know you have a couple great questions about the API and, and stuff like that. So um, they've been they've been picked to answer uh, answer all of our questions, and we have a, a good half an hour, maybe a bit more, with them. So it's it's next week is going to be a great great show that's going to answer a lot of these questions that we have about Bing. Well, you want to do you want to be the one to ask this question? I will definitely be the one to handle this question for sure. <laughs> That's going to be a good interview. I'm really looking forward to it. And I got to say, I'm we've 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 knocked Microsoft around quite a bit on on this show the last the last year, especially after the Yahoo, Microhoo, um, Microsoft takeover, passive aggressive, hostile takeover thing. Um, but uh, but I, I think I think it's a hell of an accomplishment. Bing is a true accomplishment, and. Um, we should take our hats off to them uh, and and you know go into the interview from from that perspective. Besides making fun of them for a, yet another stupid tech name. Sorry, I think it's a dumb <laughs> um, something I, I just want to touch on because just because I find I, I'm sure you hit this too, where you you read something, it's it's in the news, it's on one of you know one of the the news sites that you you look at for for your SEO information. Um, today, this one once again on on Web Pro News and. Big, a big sort of launch. You know, uh, Matt Cutts did a video um, on directories and their submissions and this and that. And of course, um, the answer being, you know, if if they'll turn you down, um, you know, then then it's it doesn't just count as a paid link. Like you know, say the Yahoo directory that will take your money and reject you if you're not good. So this this actually counts and, and this page should count. And the thing that I found funny about this, and then you know, our visitors, it's right on their homepage. You can you can link through and watch it. Uh, but I'm sure you hit this too as you're looking at the news and going, wow, because Matt's just put out this video. How many times do we have to be told 
<laughs> the exact same thing. His message is no different than it was a year ago, which is no different than it was two years ago, and now it's coming out as like this this new thing now. Is it really that we've got so many new people entering the field that, you know, these reminders are important, which, you know, valid enough, um, or are we just getting, are we asking this, this, you know, this guy the same question over and over again, and when we could be, you know, asking Matt some, some you know, good new questions, instead he's having to regurgitate and spend his time explaining what he's explained 58 times previously. Uh, I think a couple things put together here, Dave. Like, number one, um, you know, you remember, you remember what it was like when you'd go to, like, uh, your mom and you'd ask a question, you didn't get the answer you wanted, so you'd turn around and rephrase the question to your dad and hopefully get the answer you want? <laughs> I think there's a little element of that going on, you know, where he doesn't say what, what the mainstream and the search, engine, the search marketing community wants, and so we just rephrase the question, hoping he'll say it. Um, I think there is a little bit of newbie action happening here, too. Um, I think, and, you know, I'm going to... I've said this a couple of times before. I think they bungled the message from the get-go when it came to paid links. The uh, the whole way he went about trying to shut down paid links. I mean, like two and a half years ago, the whole controversy over paid links and the, all this all this rigmarole began. Uh, I think they bungled it at that point and set themselves up for having to re-explain their position over and over and over again. And then you get characters like Michael Gray and Lisa Barone coming in and, and rightly suggesting that people who take um, products for making endorsements are, in a sense, getting paid. Michael brought up what I think will become the classic example of um, the Android team doing a, a developer's summit in, uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was in Mountain View, and leaving a hundred um, dream phones on, on the seats for the developers so that they could, you know, ostensibly uh, have a uh, tool to work on. Well, many of these developers already had their dream phone. They just turned around and sold them on eBay, thus getting paid endorsement. Because you know, they all wrote about the conference and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so when Google does stuff like that, they send a mixed message. And they open the door for someone like Michael Gray to you know, ask, ask questions relating to, um, you know, we have one minute? One minute? Oh, my goodness. Anyway, um, I think Google bungles the answer every once in a while. Um, I don't want to be impolite about it at all, but uh, as long as links are a commodity, there's going to be question about this. Okay, I understand we have one minute to go, and that, that you want to take us out today. Before before we do, I want to say congratulations on your great accomplishment. Um, you are number one for polite SEO on Google. <laughs> OMG. <laughs> Yeah, that's. Uh, I, I was just testing. I was, uh, I, I was using some of the, the new, you know, Firefox extensions, and I was writing an article on them. And anyways, I found that as a search phrase, and I was like, oh god, that's that's got to be a gimme. How 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 long is it going to take to get a top ten ranking on uh, on that one? Posted it up uh, last Friday, three and a half hours later, it was top three. Then it disappeared. Uh, then earlier this week, we were we were number one, and then I looked on the other engines, and yeah, I mean, if all three major engines say it, it must be true, right? So yes, Beanstalk Absolutely. is the most polite SEO. <laughs> right there. I, I saw it on the interweb, so it must be true. You know what? You know what number three is here in Toronto? What's that? www.crankydave.com. <laughs> I think it's great. Well, that could be me. It's not this Dave, but. It, it could be if you caught me on a Monday morning. That was the guy who used to be number one, maybe. Um, 
Okay, we gotta go. We gotta go. We're getting messaged frantically from the from the studio saying, "Hey, I got stuff to put on the air here." Brad is gonna kill me. I got just raging time. Okay, everybody, this has been a fun, spirited uh, webcology for June the twenty fifth, two thousand and nine. On behalf of Dave Davis from Beanstalk SEO, this is Jim Hedger from Webmaster Radio. You've listened to Webcology. Stay tuned. We got incredible programming coming up here on WebmasterRadio.fm. We'll talk to you next week. Ooh!